0: Joe podcast, where we optimize your human performance from my personal experience as an athlete, coach, and all around self improvement junkie. On this edition of the All Around Joe podcast, I'm going to be giving you a 90 day abs plan so that you are ready to be ripped and looking and feeling good for the summer. So I'm going to dig into this as much as I possibly can on the podcast, but I do want to note that you We'll get a lot of information, including some templates, if you head over to allaroundjoe.com slash 129. That's allaroundjoe.com slash 129, where I'm going to put all of the show notes, including everything that we've talked about here today, plus an example of a cardio progression, so cardio training progression for 12 weeks. So what we're looking at there is... Just stuff that it would be really hard to convey on the podcast. So you can go over to allaroundjoe.com/129 and see exactly what that progression would look like, and if you want, would like to follow that yourself or adjust it slightly. But before we get into this 90-day abs plan, I want to make sure and mention my partners. The first partner that I want to talk about is Whoop at whoop.com, and that's the Whoop Strap. It is an always-on activity tracker that you wear on your wrist. And what it does is gives you a recovery score each day. So those of you like myself and people that are going to be following this 90 day abs plan could wear the whoop strap and know whether or not they should really push it that day or they should have a, an easier day because our body is not designed to go hundred percent all the time. And if you think it is, you're going to burn out. How do I know? I know because I have burned out and I have completely shut down my adrenal glands before and it's not a fun thing, so I do not wish that upon you, but it's why I look for cool technology in order to perform at my best and I can share it with you. If you'd like to check out the Whipstrap, head over to whop.com and you can use the code ALLAROUNDJOE and get it to yourself. I believe it's 50 bucks off right now. If you have any questions about it, let me know. The other company that I like to mention on the podcast is the one that I feel like makes the biggest difference in anything that I've done over the last ten years or so. But it's a little bit invasive, meaning that it's blood testing. Now you only have to do it every four to six months, or even less if you feel like you're extremely healthy or you don't have the financial ability to do it. But what Inside Tracker does is it sets you up with a place to go get your blood drawn. It only takes about. I don't know, 10 to 15 minutes if we're being realistic about it. And what will happen is they'll get the information from your blood draw and then they will give you a list of foods and supplements and lifestyle changes that you should make in order to optimize your blood work and if your blood work is optimized then what do you do you feel way better way more energized and your body can change faster what happened with me when i first started using inside trackers i thought i was doing everything right but it turned out i was poisoning myself by having too much iron in my diet didn't even realize it but once i changed that in about four weeks i dropped 10 pounds of body fat everybody was telling me how lean i looked and i already thought i was pretty lean And my energy level went up and you don't realize that your energy level can go up until it does. And when it does, you're like, holy crap, that's really cool. I didn't realize it was even possible. I thought I had a lot of energy, but I didn't have that energy that I didn't know I had. So that's it. You can go to allaroundjoe.com allaroundjoe.com slash inside tracker to check out my personal inside tracker page as well as use the code allaroundjoe to get yourself a discount on your test. I always get the ultimate tests but I realize sometimes finances are not in line in order to do that but any test that you can get will be a positive and knowing the inside of your body and what it's doing and what it needs. So check that out. Let me know if you have any questions. Happy here. Happy and here to answer those questions for you. So let's dive into this 90-day abs plan and talk about what We're shooting for here, so 90 days is about the a good. It's a good amount of time to lose around 12 to 24 pounds safely. Okay, so like one to two pounds per week. Can you go above and beyond that? Sure. And we get these TV shows like The Biggest Loser and whatnot, who are losing all kinds of weight. It's really not that safe to lose weight that fast. And you guys should be thinking about this even even though we talk about 90-day abs plan, you should be thinking about this as a lifestyle more than it should be the next 90 days because I recently did a podcast on what to do when you're done with your diet because a lot of people don't know what to do. They, they do their diet, they do their 90-day abs plan, and then they fall off the wagon and they put all of that weight back on and they didn't realize that they should have just adjusted it slightly and kept on going with this type of lifestyle and just kept those abs all the time. You know, why don't you do that? If you're listening to that, to this podcast, let's do that. And if you have questions about what to do after the 90 day abs plan, then let me know. I will help you. I am here for you. I will figure, help you figure it out. But let's not just drop off the face of the earth, go back to your old habits that didn't work, that aren't working. Let's do this as a lifestyle. So like I said, you're going to shoot for about 12 to 24 pounds in the next 90 days but it can go, it can be a little bit more than that. I wouldn't want to go over three pounds per week, but I'm going to tell you to shoot for 12 to 24. And if you lose 24 pounds in the next three months, that's going to be a huge difference. A huge difference. Even if your abs are not totally ripped and popping out at that point, if you lose 24 pounds, you're going to look way different, way better. And if you need to lose more, you can just keep on trucking with what I'm going to teach you here today, and it will be no problem but I just want to make sure that we're being realistic here. Or if you need to use let lose less, then that's fine as well. Maybe you, maybe you just need to tighten up those abs. You know, Maybe you can kind of see them, but not really, and you really want to bring them in for the summer. Still, now's the time to get started. Three months is about that time that we'd always tell people to start to give to make some major changes in what they are looking like. First thing that we're going to do or set up is how to be successful. And that starts with measuring. If you've listened to this podcast at all, you know that I am a measuring freak. And the reason for that is you don't know if you're improving unless you're measuring what you're doing. Think about anything in your life. You may have had improvements, but you didn't know why. So this, in this podcast, I'm going to teach you how to be scientific about this. Things we're going to measure. So we're going to measure weight. We're going to measure body fat or some sort of body fat measurement. Uh, food consumption. Food consumption water consumption resistance training and cardiovascular training the tools that i want you to start gathering are a scale most of us have a scale it doesn't have to be any kind of sophisticated scale it just has to be a scale that you're going to use once a week um for body fat, you can get sophisticated if you want to. You can go get a DEXA scan. You could do a dunk tank. There are even mobile dunk t- tanks that roll around. You could figure out where one of those is gonna be. Skinfold calipers, if you have a professional at your gym, most of them know how to use skinfold calipers. And last but not least, the mirror. And I think that most people actually in the least invasive way are going to be to stand in front of the mirror and take a picture once a week, and then you're going to add it into your notes file, which we're going to talk about here. And that is going to be a very good way of you figuring out if you're actually making improvements. You don't need all of this fancy scans and body fat testing when you're doing a very, very consistent job of taking your picture in the mirror or having someone take it for you in the same lighting conditions at the same time of day, then you're going to have or be able to see your results. It's pretty cool. The other tool, you're going to use MyFitnessPal. You can go to MyFitnessPal.com. You can just download the app, whatever you'd like. That's going to, how we're going to track our nutrition. And I like the a waterlogged app. Um, and I like the paid version, which I believe is like $1 or $2 because you can adjust the amount of water that you want to have per day and have it give you reminders if you're not getting to that number or that amount of water on a side note I don't think I mentioned it further on in the show so make sure that you're getting about 0.75 ounces per ideal pound of body weight per day on that water okay so if you're a 100 pound person you're going to be shooting for 75 if you're a 200 pound person you're going to be shooting for 150 ounces of water per day Ideally, spread out evenly, and then also make sure that you are not drinking much of that water. I like to say within three hours of bedtime because then your sleep can be disrupted by having to get up and go pee if you're drinking water within that three hour window before bed. Last tool that you're going to need is a note taking tool, and I use Evernote and highly recommend Evernote. It's totally free. And you can take all kinds of notes and we can put all of the information that you're doing week after week into there and you can look at one week to the next and just keep things rolling that way. But you could use, you know, whatever note app or app uh, device you like, you know, OneNote, Notes, Apple Notes, um, Google Keep, whatever thing that you're using, it doesn't really matter as long as you use it. That is the most important part. Okay weekly recordings. This is what you're going to take weekly recordings of. You're going to do your weight weekly, same time. All right. So you're going to do it at, it doesn't matter really what time, although I, I think that you're going to get most accurate if you do it right when you get out of bed without any clothes on or with minimal clothes at a specific time. So Let's say that you do it, and it's probably better going to be, done, better to be done on a work day because you're going to be on a schedule and it won't change. So let's say you're going to do 7 a.m. on Mondays or Fridays or whatever it may be. So 7 a.m. on Fridays, that's when you're going to take that weight, all right? You get out of bed, you know you haven't really eaten anything yet, you stand, eaten or, or had any water yet, get on the scale, what is it? Record it. Next up, you're going to do the same thing for your mirror pictures. And ideally, this mirror picture, again, is the same time of day in a room without any exterior light because these changes of the sun can change the shadows in your body and make you look different. So ideally, a bathroom without any kind of uh, exterior light coming in and the same lights on every time and standing in the exact same spot because that can also change the shadows. So you're standing in the same spot, you take a picture, and this could be, like I said, this could also be in a bedroom, someone else taking the picture, but the lights have to be the same, same time of day, all of that stuff. And then you're recording that picture in your Evernote file, okay? So that's all going to go in that file or in one of those files for, I like to just title it, you know, week one or, or the, the date at the top, and then you have your weight and you have your picture. Done. You're going to do daily, I'm sorry, you're going to do also weekly recordings of your cardiovascular training schedule. And we're going to get into that uh, in a little bit. But you're going to adjust your cardiovascular training schedule on a weekly basis. And then on a daily recording, you're going to do your food consumption and you're going to do your water consumption. So those are going to be the dailies. And then that is it. So you have weeklies. For weight, mirror, cardio, and dailies for food and water. And I'm going to talk about why training isn't in there. That's the next thing. So your starting points are going to be training. First off, I think that nowadays you can find free training programs. As long as you can figure out how to either get some good advice or move your body well without injuring yourself, which I think is totally possible. But if you're worried about that, then you should probably head over to a CrossFit gym or hire a trainer for this training component of it. If you have a good handle on it and you know that you can do things safely, then I think that there's tons of these training programs out there that you can just follow, like simply going to CrossFit.com. It's totally cool. Go to CrossFitInvictus.com and do one of their programs. I don't necessarily recommend these competition programs, but more of like their Uh, beginner or intermediate programs would be ideal for this because we're not necessarily getting ourselves ready to compete in CrossFit. We're making our bodies uh, perform well and burn calories, burn body fat, all of that fun stuff. It doesn't have to be incredible amounts of stress that we're going through like in the competitor's training program. So CrossFit.com is a good one. CrossFitInvictus.com, you can find training programs there for free comp train.co. Okay. And that one sound, it is a competitive training program, but you can do something like the open training program rather than the regionals training program. And that would be cool. Or any other training program that you think would be good. The key components to these training programs though, are that they are utilizing resistance training. So they have a strength component, they have a gymnastics compo- component, and they're also going to have a cardiovascular component, but we're going to add on to that for this 90 day abs plan. Those things are very important because if you do a traditional bodybuilding style program, usually they're not going to be varied enough. And I like the I've had and my clients have had way more results by doing the constantly varied um, large multi joint movement programs rather than the traditional bodybuilding programs, which our bodies get used to uh, much faster. So having this constantly varied thing like at CrossFit.com or any of the other CrossFit sites that just the methodology behind how different each day is has made a huge difference in me and how fast my body has been able to change, and I think it will for you too, along with these diet things that we're going to talk about and the cardiovascular training that you're going to put into play. Just know that you're going to have to schedule all of these things as well because it's quite a bit of stuff that you're going to have to be doing. And these are the things that people like me, people that are in great shape are doing so it's good for you to get them into your routine and if you're the type of person that's working 10 or 12 hours a day and don't have time for this then you need to adjust your schedule and your lifestyle in order to get this done because otherwise you're just you're not going to see those apps it's not going to happen so know that i have considered this this is going to take you a you know potentially up to a couple of hours a day sometimes as you get really into this program in order to get it done. And that's what it takes. I mean, you don't get these types of results without actually putting some time into it. But if you think about how much time you spend at your job and you think, well, I might have to spend one or two hours a day doing this gym stuff, it doesn't, it's not even even close and you're going to get much healthier, much fitter, all that stuff in your job performance will probably actually go up and you won't have to spend as much time at your job to get as much work done. There you go. Okay, so we got the training programs out of the way. If you have questions about those, drop them in the show notes at allaroundadjoy.com 129 and I'll be happy to get back to you on them. The nutrition component comes up next. Okay, so for the first week, everything you're just going to do, everything you're going to do is just recording what you're eating into MyFitnessPal. Do it as accurately as possible. If you need to really get uh, into it, you can get a food scale, although I don't necessarily think you have to. A lot of times the stuff that we buy has weights or whatever on them. And we can make uh, recipes if we need to and we can figure out exactly what we're doing. Or you can look at the on the internet and Google the size of a specific piece of something that you don't know what, this, what the weight is. And it will give you a ballpark. I need you to have a pretty close ballpark, but it doesn't have to be incredibly accurate. I'm not that concerned. It's not going to make the difference or make or break you. You just need to be close. So find a ballpark. I like to just do a Google search for whatever it is. And a lot of times you'll get into routine and have things that that you'll eat on a regular basis and then it becomes really easy to find in MyFitnessPal and you just stay consistent with that. So for the first week, you're just going to do whatever you normally would, just get used to recording in MyFitnessPal. Then on week two, we're going to start adjusting your diet. So you're going to go for one gram of protein per pound of ideal body weight. So let's say that you're 170 pounds right now, but you're going to shoot for 150 or 100 and, you know, what do we say? You get up to 24, so 146 uh, or something like that in this 90 day abs plan. So you'd go for 146 grams of protein. That's what you're gonna start with. Then you're going to go into your MyFitnessPal app, and it might be a little bit different if you're doing this on the computer. I know the app tends to have a, uh, it tends to look a little bit nicer. I like to use the app better than the computer, or app on the iPad or iPhone or your Android or whatever you're using. Open up MyFitnessPal, click on the More button. Sometimes it looks like three dots then go to goals, then go to calorie and macronutrient goals. So it's kind of deep in there, but once you have it set up, you won't have to really go back in there and adjust it. Your protein amount will be set at 33% of your total calories. Then, and this is on week two, then on then you're going to adjust your fat and your carbs also to 33%. I realize that one of them might have to be 34%, and that can be your carbohydrates. 34% uh, carbohydrates, 33 protein, 33 fat, and then that will that will give you your, oh, and then you're adjusting your grams of protein per what your goal is. So 146, we said. So then you just adjust the percentages. So you know that your protein is going to be 146. And then you adjust the percentages of your carbohydrates and your fats in order to be at 33 or 34%. And then that will give you your total amount of calories that you will need to be eating, and you will shoot for those goals at the end of every day. Well, during the day and at the end of every day. With MyFitnessPal, the app is completely free, but you do unlock some features if you get the paid version. I've never gotten the paid version myself, but I could see how it would be nice if you were really trying to dial in or if you like to really dial in per meal. I don't think it is quite that as important as the full day, but it is. it would be nice if you're a very analytical person. So you could see then if your macronutrients are on point per meal. What I usually do is I give it a ballpark for my first four or five meals or three to four meals of the day. And then in my last meal, I will adjust it to fill in the gaps. So I'll be eating my my dinner and I'll be like, oh, I need an extra, you know, 30 or 40 carbs to hit my, my number, an extra 10 fat. And then I might have had my dinner and I'll go and have, you know, A couple pieces of bread with some peanut or with some uh, almond butter or something like that in order to fill in those gaps. It becomes pretty easy once you do it regularly, like anything else. And I've got it down to the point right now where it literally only takes me about three to five minutes to do the MyFitnessPal tracking every single day, even if I'm not doing something that I have had on a regular basis. So just know that it becomes really easy to do, and knowledge is power. Then you can make the adjustments. And you can get those abs that you really want to have, yeah. So that was the, the nutrition. Now we're getting into the cardiovascular training. So we've talked about training, which is the CrossFit stuff, or it's constantly varied training, nutrition, and then now we have cardiovascular. And this is where we're going to burn some extra calories. No lie. And it's going to be very scientific. We're going to use something called the FIT principle. That's F-I-T-T. And it stands for frequency, intensity, time, and type. And what we're going to do with that is we're just going to get you started off here. For week one, started with one activity two to three times per week, depending on your fitness level. So what I mean by that is if you are kind of fitter, you have been doing some activity, then three times a week is fine. Of an additional uh, cardiovascular training on top of your... CrossFit.com or CrossFit Invictus or CompTrain program, which is usually going to be five times per week. So you're going to be added then three times, two to three times per week of cardiovascular training, depending on your fitness level. And then you're going to start off with 20 minutes at a moderate intensity. And by a moderate intensity, I'm talking around like 130, 140 beats per minute. Those are heartbeats per minute. Uh, And a lot of people's watches nowadays, or have that beats per minute on them, or the cardiovascular machine, or get a heart heart rate monitor. All of it's super cheap these days. You can get it and it's definitely worth your time to do that. Then every one to two weeks, you're going to add yourself one of these fit principles. Okay. So for example, you can start by adding five minutes per session on your cardiovascular training. So let's say that you decided that running was something that you'd be doing. So you have been do- starting off with running at 20 minutes three times per week. Then on week two, you're going to add it, go to 25 minutes per session, okay? And you would keep that at 130 to 140 beats per minute. And then on week three, you would adjust it again. That could be up to 30 minutes per session, or you could try and add a little bit of intensity. You also need to note that you're gonna get more fit during this product process. So keeping the 130 to 140 beats per minute is gonna make it harder Because you're going to have to add intensity because your heart's going to start beating more efficiently. So, with the frequency intensity time or type principle, I want to make sure that you do not go above 60 minutes per cardio session, all right? And no more than five cardio sessions per week. And really, I don't think it's going to be too advantageous for you for your steady state cardio sessions to go above 160 beats per minute. Although there are some times for interval training. And if you look at the example that I give you at allarounddrew.com slash 129, I do have a couple of spots where I do some hill work for where I have you hill work. And I expect your heart rate to really spike over 160 into the max range during those hills. And that's totally fine. It's just not for the whole time. And that's going to have you to break up some of that fat that doesn't necessarily want to get lost in the last few weeks. And that's when we're going to put that in the example program here. So if you meet your two pounds of weight loss per week, you don't necessarily have to change your fit principle. Okay. So your body might just get into a zone where you're, what you're doing is working really great. And it will be a few weeks where it will just continue to burn that body fat. Now I don't necessarily want you to wait until you're not burning any body fat to make this fit principle change. But let's say that you, you know, burn 2 to 3 pounds of fat for a few weeks and then you drop down to 1 pound per of fat on like the 4th week, then go ahead and add that fit principle in there, all right? So add, you know, an extra 5 minutes per session, add an or add an extra session or add some intensity. Although I usually add the intensity once after adding the the time or the extra session. Um, and then I also wait to add or change the the second T, which is the, which is the type. So the type would mean that you go from running to riding your bike or the type of training would change. Now, if you, like I said, go to allaroundjoe.com slash 129, you get an example of 12 weeks that I've written out, starting at 20 minutes of running three times per week, around 140 beats per minute. And I progress all the way through the 12 weeks. So if you head over there, you can get that information. And it can be much easier if you're a visual person to understand what I'm talking about. But if not, you can also always just go with this and apply the FIT principle every week and increase your body's ability to burn fat because it's going to constantly try and get it into a normalcy or uh, a state of not having to work. So what we've done here is we've, we've given you measurement, we've given you tools, we've given you the recording times, the training, the nutrition, and the cardiovascular. It does not have to be that much harder than that. Something that you can consider is with your nutrition, the types of foods that you're eating, and you always want to consider having low glycemic carbohydrates. If you need to know what that is, just do a quick Google search for the glycemic index. And you can put in like glycemic index of potatoes or sweet potatoes or, you know, beans or rice and see what they are. And that will give you a good idea. You want to make sure that, that you're eating a lot of low glycemic things rather than high glycemic. That will just make it easier for your body to not add body fat as you're eating your foods. Uh, you always want to make sure that you're having protein, fats, and carbohydrates at every feeding. So you're not just sitting there eating an apple per se. Um, that's going to give you... If you had an apple with a some... Almonds, your body would lower the glycemic index of that apple, and you'd have some proteins and some fats that go along with it. So your body is just gonna have less chance of turning that apple directly into body fat. Lastly, you want to make sure that you have high quality sources of proteins and fats. What those are gonna be is usually you know your free range organic style things. So if you have the ability to buy those, you can. Definitely or should definitely do that. You're just going to get high quality foods into your body. And high quality foods are going to make uh, your body, help your body to be healthier. And in this case, uh, more fit and change faster. So I always recommend that you pick those choices. If you would like to really dive into your diet and setting up your diet for success, I have a whole podcast just on that at allaroundjoe.com slash 88, that's allarounddrew.com slash 88, and that's setting up your diet for success. I, We may have the percentages a little bit different because we're doing a little bit different goals in that particular podcast. So I think I might have had a 40, 30, 30, 40% carbohydrates, 30% fat, 30% protein in that podcast. But if we start off at 33, 33, 33, then I'm just setting you up for a little bit faster success on the 90 day abs plan here, or at least less carbohydrates so that your body is going to hopefully go into a fat burning zone a little bit, a little bit sooner. The other thing that I didn't mention here is that I pretty much took this and increased the calorie burn via the cardiovascular training. You're also going to get a ton of calorie burn from doing the CrossFit programming five days a week. So know that there's those two components going in, but I didn't really adjust your diet too much in this. If we if you need to get very extreme and you're like, "Man, I am just not getting any results and I've got a couple weeks left." You can continue to drop the percentage of your carbohydrates even further to which will in turn take the calories even lower. And it will just have your body less carbohydrates in order to burn. So the idea there is that you're going to shift into burning more body fat. But I don't think I don't think that that's going to be the case for a lot of people. And I think that as you ramp up the intensity of the actual movement of your body, with how really how hard you can go in the CrossFit workouts and how much cardio you're doing, the diet shouldn't have to be adjusted too much. And you're just everybody's a little bit different. And that's why it's nice to have a coach that ha- helps you to do this so that you're adjusting with the coach. But you can do this on your own. And you can follow the, a program just like this, just be very mindful. And I should also note that I am not a doctor. So if you, you should always consult your doctor or a physician before you start any kind of intense program like this. <clears throat> and let me know, if you do have any questions so lastly some things to think about it can take up to four weeks to start seeing the scale go down if you haven't been working out in this case I don't want you to freak out at all this is totally normal your body is probably just adding muscle and burning fat at the same time which does not happen in experienced athletes very often but when you haven't been doing stuff or working out or dieting or whatever, eating eating right, your body can go into a mode where it is doing both those things at the same time. That's why it's important to do the mirror or the photos as well because the mirror photos or friend photos or however you're doing it, uh, because you will probably be seeing changes, but they will not be coming up on the scale. Right. So and that's okay. It happens to a lot of people. No big deal. Just wanted to make sure that you know that. Uh, And then two pounds per week is our target because it's been shown to be unhealthy to lose more. And I kind of touched on that earlier. Um, This will fluctuate and that's fine. And like I said, focus on the mirror. Uh, That's where you really, your goal really is, right? Like it doesn't really matter if you are 146 pounds, if you're uh, looking good right? It doesn't matter if you're 155 or 170 pounds. If you look the way that you want to, that's the important part, right? If you look good, you feel good, you ought to be in Hollywood, that type of stuff. That's where you really want to be. Don't get focused on that, that uh, scale number. It's a tool here for us to know that we're going in the right direction, but that should not be the destination that you're necessarily looking for. It doesn't have to be that, oh, I weigh 130 pounds. Don't worry about that look the way that you want to, feel the way you want to, that's the most important thing. Lastly, the body is constantly trying to adapt. So you'll have to use cardio and diet and weight training in order to keep it adjusting. So the body, like I said, is constantly trying to get itself into this state of perfectly balancedness, and we're throwing it out of balance by doing things like weight training and cardio and eating different ways that it's not used to, and it's having to adjust its set point in order to be where you want it, which is abs, so you can totally do that. You can adjust the set point. Sometimes it takes longer than other times. Sometimes it's easier than other times. Sometimes things work better for some people and not as good for other people. And you just have to kind of play the game and adjust it as you go. And if you have questions, you can ask a, an expert like me, and I'm happy to help you out. I really appreciate it when you put things in the show notes at allrunjoe.com 129, those comments in the show notes, because a lot of times people, other than yourself, have the questions, and this way other people can see what you're asking. So I'd really appreciate it if you do that. If you have questions, put them in the show notes rather than emailing me directly. And Finally, if you enjoyed this podcast or enjoyed any of my podcasts, I really appreciate it when you give me a review over at iTunes at allaroundjoe.com slash iTunes. There's just a button there. You can look for ratings and reviews. Every five-star review that I get definitely helps me to get my message out there further, and my message is important to me because I want to help as many people as I possibly can with this podcast and with my blog, so I really would appreciate it if you do that. and. Before I go, I've given you a gift. If you go to allaroundjoe.com slash top five, you can get a list of the top five supplements that I cannot live without. I know everybody loves supplements and it's actually my most downloaded uh, giveaway. So allaroundjoe.com slash top five, you get a list of the supplements that I cannot live without and most of them even have discount codes. So I would like to give that to you at allaroundjoe.com slash top five. All right, guys, that's what I have for you today. Hope you enjoyed it. All Around Joe Podcast, where we optimize your human performance from my personal experience as athlete, coach, and all-around self-study junker.